This place is nice. I really like the music that they play. Bob Ellis on the drums. <laughs> I'm part of Schaefer's top jazz orchestra. It's the best music school in the country. The key is to just relax. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about what the other guys are thinking. You're here for a reason. Have fun. Five, six, and. I want to be great. And you're not. We got Buddy Rich here. Little trouble there. You're rushing. Here we go. Five, six, and. Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. Are you one of those single-tier people? You are a worthless pansy ass who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. So how's it going with the studio band? Good. Yeah, I think he likes me more now. I push people beyond what's expected of them. I believe that is an absolute necessity. I want to be one of the greats. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more of my time. And this is why I don't think that we should be together. I would never let him put my son through hell. Why would you let him get away with what he did to you? There are no two words in the English language more harmful than good job. That's right, year seven. This is year seven of Movie Mom. For 30 days, I'll watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts. This is day 19. consider myself a musician okay I've been playing guitar since I was a little kid uh, was never good enough to you know like go like pursue it it was more of a of a hobby and it still is I um, can't play great. I can't read music. Uh, that, you know, if um, I can't just pick it up and do anything with the guitar. But, you know, being a musician, you kind of have this, even with that, you know, you, you still, I still consider myself a musician. And you kind of have this, this love and awe of people 
who can pick up an instrument and just do anything with it. And I am always, you know, um, fascinated by that and just like, just downright jealous, whether it's through hard work or just natural talent. I, um, I just am in awe of that. And being a guitarist, I, I don't think um, anything that I do, like I never felt like I was a natural at it. Like I, you know, I am musical. I, you know, can hear things and play them certain sometimes. You know, I, I don't play by notes because I don't know them. Uh, either I use tablature, which is like cheap man's uh, sheet music where it tells you where to put your fingers, or I play by ear. Um, but I've never been like, you know, just some natural guitar player. I always felt like I should have been or I wanted to be a drummer. I very rarely play air guitar, but I play air drums a lot. Uh, my nephew has taken up the drums, and I am excited about that and jealous <laughs> of this kid, this eight-year-old kid um, that, uh, well, wait a minute, he'll be eight in a couple months. But um, yeah, I'm jealous that he is, he gets to, or he is learning the, the, the instrument that I've always been fascinated with. So like, you know, I'm a kid in, in, in high school, you'd go to a friend's house, you bring your guitar, your amp over, you try to play heavy metal. Uh, and I'd, you'd always go to the kid's house that had the drums. And when he'd get up, I'd always want to go sit on the drums, not, not play some other guy's guitar or anything like that. I want to sit on the drums. Uh, if you go to like, um, guitar world, my thing is I want to go in the other room and play on the drums. Not that I can play the drums. But I know how to keep a beat. I know how to mess around with it. So it's like uh, my, my nephew, when, when I get a chance to play his drum set, I do. Sometimes I'll put my headphones on and just you know, I'll go take their dogs out. And instead of 10 minutes, I'm there for 45 minutes because I'm, I'm banging on his drums. Um, yeah. I haven't been able to do that in months. Uh, but that's the long story, long-winded way of getting to today's movie. Today, day 19 of movie month, I went back, all the way back to the year 2014, six years ago, to watch the uh, J.K. Simmons Miles Teller drum movie. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, it's, it's more than that. Uh, Whiplash. This is the movie that J.K. Uh, won the Oscar for. You know, the guy from We Are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. He's also the voice, I think, of the big yellow M&M. He's also um, uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man world, even in the new Spider-Man world. The guy can kind of be a chameleon. He's got a very specific look also. Like, you know, he's, he's um, this older, distinguished-looking dude uh, who's bald. And, oh, and, and he's Commissioner Gordon on, in DC Comics still, I think. I don't know. Um, everything he's in, he's, he's good in. And this he was especially good in because for about 95% of this movie, I was like, I hate him. He, you know, I'm going to swear in this episode, so and I'm going to spoil things, so get used to it. But he is an asshole. Like, most of this movie, I'm realizing he is just a prick. And I'm like, I'm annoyed early on in this movie. So it's about this, uh, this kid who is uh, in his first year, I think, he's 19. So he's in his first year at uh, the Schaefer School of Music. 
which I don't even know. I assume that's a real thing. I know Berkeley School of Music. I have a cousin who uh, went to Berkeley School of Music, and he's a music teacher now. And I want to ask him if uh, anything like this ever happened to him. I kind of hope it did. Uh, <laughs> just as an inside joke. Um, so this kid is a drummer. He he he. I don't want to get hit by a truck. I'm driving. He, um, but he's not like he's a jazz drummer. Or I don't know if that's how all drumming works. Like in music school you, you do you go to learn jazz and then you pick it up from there like do, do they teach rock and roll I don't know about that I feel like everything you learn is the basics the stand not the basics but the standards the um, the highest level of instrumentation which is jazz whether you like it or not the jazz players are the greatest players in the world my wife is a humongous Harry Connick Jr. fan uh, and I, he is like, I mean, I don't, I don't know jazz very well, but he's very accessible as far as jazz. Like he'll put out pop jazz songs and things like that. But we've seen him in, in concert multiple times. And first of all, he's an exceptional musician. And then he surrounds himself with amazing musicians. And it's just like, I'm. That's one of those moments where I'm just in awe, watching. Even when I don't even know the song, I don't care. Just watching these people play is always just fascinating. So. This kid is, uh, he's in a class um, with, uh, he's got his teacher there who I know from, uh, as the cop on Black Lightning. Like, I, I, I feel bad that I recognize, hey, that's the guy from Black Lightning. Hey, that's Supergirl. Uh, hey, that's the guy from the failed Fantastic Four movie. Everything I'm talking about, these actors are from superhero movies. That is shameful. Anyway, this guy, uh, Miles Teller, who, I don't know, I, I feel like his career hasn't done what we thought it would do. You know, he was great in this. He was in that failed uh, Fantastic Four movie that, was it Josh something? I can't remember his name. Anyway, um, and, and I, I guess he's, he might be a dick in real life, where, from what I can tell, J.K. Simmons is a dick in this movie, but a good part, like, it seems like a nice fella in real life. Anyway, I am really getting, I'm, I'm, I'm talking too much about this. So, uh, about non-important stuff. So this kid is a drummer and we just see him practicing 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 and all of a sudden jk simmons uh comes in is it terrence i want to say marshall terrence terrence whatever the we'll just call him jk simmons uh, he kind of walks in he's like oh and right away he just has no skills like he is a he's a ball buster to the nth degree and i think i know why so um he is talking, you know, he's like, oh, are you playing? Try this and try that. And Miles Teller seems to know, Andrew, whatever his name is, Andrew seems to know exactly who uh, this guy is. And he's trying to impress him. And then he stops. And he's like, I didn't tell you to stop. And then he starts playing. because I didn't tell you to stop playing either. Why did you stop? Like, he's like very much just pushes him and is a dick right away. And then he just walks out. And then this kid shows up in Miles Teller's classroom. Uh, while they're kind of going over, like, they're, they're practicing. I don't even know. I, I can't tell. This is like a lower-level band, I guess. And J.K. Simmons runs the highest-level band on campus, I, I suppose. Um, and he's having people play. He's playing around. He's being a, a jerk to people. He's like, let's just see. You're in the first chair. Let's see if that's only because you're cute. Yep, it's because you're cute. And then he, um, there's two guys playing the drum. So there's the drum and then there's the second chair. 
who just sits there. The, he's the understudy, I guess, and uh, alternate. And it was this guy, Andrew, Jay, uh, Miles Teller, and they both play. And then he's like, you, come to my, come to me at 6 a.m. So he's like, I'm, you know, all of a sudden this kid's getting a shot at the big time. Uh, he wakes up and, oh, so, well, why does he get to 6 a.m.? He wakes up and it's, it's past 6 a.m. already. Why? Because he was up late. Um, I think he was up late practicing. And also, at the same time, well, while this is going on, we learn a little bit about his personal life. His dad is played by Paul Reiser, who's really always good and stuff. And they're at the movies together, and they get popcorn, and he puts raisinets in. And, they, you know, uh, Paul Reiser's like, why aren't you eating the raisinets or the milk duds, whatever it is? He's like, oh, I don't like them. I eat around them. So th- I'm going to talk about that for a second. Uh, and then Paul Reiser, a guy walks by and bumps Paul Reiser in the head with his popcorn, and Paul Reiser apologizes. I think both of those things are significant. Now, I like to read into things a lot, but I feel like that right there shows me that Paul Reiser is kind of a pushover. This guy bumps into him, and he's apologizing. And he, he just kind of like, he's looking for, you know, oh, no, no big deal. Doesn't want confrontation or anything like that. And his son is like, yeah, I don't care if you, I don't like the milk does. I just eat around them. Also in a similar way, like, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. No big deal. No big deal. Um, but that kind of, he starts to change over time. So there's a girl who works at the movie theater uh, who's played by Melissa Benoist, Benoist, Benoist uh, Supergirl. And, you know, she, they're just like joking. Uh, looks like he goes to the movie theater a lot because she comments, oh, you're not getting this this time or anything like that. Um, and later on, he comes back to the movie theater and asks her out um, on a date at a nice pizza place. And they end up having a date. Now, I feel like him going into J.K. Simmons' world um, starts to build up his confidence. So, like, J.K. Simmons brings him in, um, and we, we get a lot of, like, musical, like, just actual musical, um, like, playing. I, I can't even... It's, it's a weird way to say, It's almost like... Uh, don't call me a jerk. Um, Chris, that was your brother-in-law calling me again. Does he know I'm podcasting? So it's it's very clini- clinical, is what I want to say. Like it's very much like you're watching the science of music, like uh, you know the mathematics of again, again, get it like speed it up, not my tempo, no, right, bring it down, this that, and he just and J.K. Simmons gets angrier and angrier and angrier, uh, and he's a little jacked in this too, and I think you like to show that off. He right away I realize, oh my god, like. I don't... Is there anything redeeming about this guy? He's a big asshole. He... Some guy... He notices some guy's out of tune. He, he um, approaches this guy and he starts... I think he's calling him, like, fatty. He's using gay slurs in this a lot. He's just a complete a-hole. And he, um, he kicks this guy out for being out of tune. And then he's like, yeah, he wasn't even out of tune. But he didn't even know it. And that's even worse. Uh, like, he, there was another guy who was out of tune. So, and it's like, let's pick it up. And they just keep practicing. Like, you think, okay, there's a method to this madness. Um, and uh, I guess te- technically there is. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, he, uh, so the, the movie kind of goes on where he goes on the day with the girl. They seem to hit it off pretty well. Um, he, uh, but then he's, he's with the band. Oh, so we, they, they have a recital. Okay, okay, okay. They have a recital, and 
he, they're like, don't lose this sheet music, which, of course, is code for someone's going to lose this sheet music. And, of course, it's him. He puts it down. Someone takes it. Now, now who took it? Like, why would someone pick up the sheet music? Is it, was it a competitor? Was it J.K. Simmons himself? But it was like that his way of kind of figuring things out, of trying to filter out who's good. Like, he took the sheet music from the drummer. The guy who was originally the drummer is like, I, I can't, he was pissed off. He's a jerk, too. And you realize, or at least I thought, that this guy's a jerk because J.K. Simmons is such a jerk to him that it's made him bitter and him an a-hole. And it's kind of worn him down. Um, and the, um, so he comes back. He's like, well, you're just going to have to learn it from memory. And the kid's like, I can't. I, I, I can't do it that way. I need visual cues. And Miles Teller's like, I can do it. And he's like, all right, you're in, you're out. And that, sh- I, maybe J.K. Simmons did it on purpose to see who we could filter out right there. Hmm, I wonder about that. Uh, then uh, they play the thing. Miles Teller does a great job. He does fine playing it. Uh, Whiplash is one of the songs they play in the movie. It's kind of how it seemed like that's how J.K. Simmons kind of um, could calculate, not calculate, could, um, he could kind of see if this kid's good enough. Evaluate, that's it. That's what he used to evaluate was Whiplash. Um, he, they go back to practice, the, you know, another day, the next day, and he, he looks at the, the first drummer. He's like, w- w- we, don't need, we don't have time for, for alternates, just, just the core today. And that's his way of saying, you're out, and Miles Teller is in. And just from there, he starts uh, becoming the drummer, the main drummer of the band. With that confidence comes, um, comes uh, like more brashness with him. So he tells the girlfriend, look, I'm trying to be the best, and you're just going to hold me down. Like, they went on one or two dates, maybe, a month? I don't know what it is. She's like, I barely see you now, and you know this? He goes, yes, I do. He's a complete, now he's becoming a dick. He goes to a, a dinner meeting, a dinner, a family dinner, maybe with his cousins. And um, they're like jocks and road scholars. And he, like, it's actually a great moment, like a great scene. I love the scene. Uh, but you could see, not that he's being a dick here, because they were kind of being a dick to him. They were being very dismissive to his drumming. Oh, you're doing your drumming. And um, he was like, his, oh, I just drove by an old woman walking with purple hair. That was wild. Uh, he, he's getting more confident and more brash about it. So it's, he's sticking up for himself, but he's being a cocky way of doing it. Like he's insulting them. And um, he's like, why don't, he goes like, he's insulting the, the, the two kids for being, you know, what he's, what they're doing, what he's doing. And he doesn't care about having friends. He doesn't care about this. He goes, my, you know, Charlie Parker doesn't have, didn't have friends. He goes, well, you know, but you know who he is and he didn't even have friends. Like, that's who he wants to be. He wants to be a great. And he'll push away people to do that, which uh, is because all he wants, he wants the approval of uh, J.K. Simmons. Like, amazing. Like, even at the end of this movie, he wants his approval. So even his dad, oh, so um, one of the kids is like, why don't you come out and play? He goes, goes, why don't you come out? Why don't you come play? And... um, he says to the kid, something the NFL will never say to you, and uh, something you'll never hear the NFL say. And then his dad goes, or the Lincoln, um, Lincoln Theater. Was it Lincoln Theater? I don't know what it was. Something like that. Um, and it was like, whoa, even his dad is like, you know, you're not going to hear, you're not going to hear this. That's his, because um, so that was kind of mean of his dad, I guess, right? Right, right. So, um, the, uh, after the at one point um, 
they're going to do this other song, right? And he's like, look, you have till tonight to learn it, okay? Uh, here's the sheet music. See you back here tonight. And then he brings in the drummer from the, from the original class that Miles Teller was in. He's like, all right, um, I brought in a second guy just, just, just to mix things up a little bit. Take a turn better, you person. Um, so he brings in this other guy to kind of, again, this is all to light a fire. This is my theory. He's not bringing this guy in to, um, to try out uh, Miles Teller. He's bringing this guy in to push Miles Teller. That's it. Because if you're not pushed... You're not achieving more. Um, and that all comes into, into, into play later. So he brings this other guy in. Now there's three guys on the drums. And he's, he's, then he starts telling this sad story. He's like, he plays something, and this guy playing the trumpet or playing the whatever, he's playing something. Uh, and he goes, listen to this. He goes, this is Sean. He was a student of mine. He was exceptional. He came in. He was quiet. He was meek. He was, um, you know, he, he, pe- people told him he didn't have, you know, um, he, maybe he wasn't cut out for this, but, but I saw something in him, and I pushed him, and he got better and better. And then he went, for, he, he went to work for Malsal, um, uh, Marsalis, which I'm guessing is Winford Marsalis. Uh, and and he, um, he became second chair, and then he worked his way up to first chair. And that's what you're listening. And I'm tell, I just want to let you know that um, he, he was a good person, and he died in a car accident yesterday. And, or he died. I don't know if it was yesterday. He died in a car accident, and it, he was. You could see he was sad. And then he um, he's like, "All right, let's go." And he got pissed off. He got really enraged. Like he blow. He flows up. Blows off the handle. Flies off the handle. Like instantly in this movie, multiple times. Um, exceptional acting uh, with a just a despicable guy, right? Maybe maybe that's what I, my guitar teacher was always like. Cool, good job, good job. Uh, maybe maybe he should have uh, you know hit me over the head with uh, with his guitar to to push me more. Maybe I would have been better. Uh, I was coddled, but he is you know. So he starts. He's like, no, you, no. So he starts switching off all three drummers. They play one thing, and he goes, that's no wrong, not my tempo. Wrong. This too fast, too slow. At one point, he goes gets in Miles Teller's face and he slaps him. I, I could be out of order in this, but he slaps him. He goes, one, two, three, slap. One, two, three, slap. And this is when I'm getting annoyed because I'm like, why would you put up with this? Like, I could never, like, why, how does this guy have a job? How does this guy uh, get to l- do this and get away with this? Um, we know what happens. So, uh, but it, at one point he has all three drummers in there and he's like, he's switching them off, switching them off. And he's, they're going until 2 a.m. They keep going. Um until he thinks they finally get it right. Like, they are melting. They are, these guys are dying, sweating. And then finally, uh, Miles Teller seems to get it. And uh, he's going to, um, he's going to, he wins the job. So, then they go to another competition. And for some, they're like, 5 o'clock, be there. Now, for some reason, Miles, okay, unseen circumstances. They don't go together. Miles takes the bus. Um, so, my, and also Miles, you know, Miles is his real name. I keep thinking Miles is a very famous jazz name, right? Um, but Miles is uh, or a very famous music name. I'm all over the place. Um, so Miles, Andrew, drives, takes, his, takes the bus himself, and he, um, the bus breaks down, so he runs and rents a car. Rents a car 
And of course, he leaves his sticks at the uh, at the car rental place. Drives all the way there. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late. This is my chair, and I'm I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here." And he goes, "Well, where are you, effing sticks?" And um, no, he's like, "You're late, you're late. Too bad, you're late." And he's like, he starts. He's so brash now that he's like swearing at um, at at J.K. Simmons. He's like, "F that. This is my job." This is my, that's my seat. It's like, your seat? Your drums? This is my job that I, my drums that I lent, lent out to you. Lent, uh, that I, you know, lent out to you. Uh, and he's like, no, F it. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. They're in my car. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? No, they weren't in his car. He drove all the way back to the other place. And on the way back, he got, now this is a little fantastical because I don't know what came from this. But he... He's driving, he's speeding, he's, he's calling guys saying, I'll be there, I'll be there, wait, wait, wait. And then he gets T-boned by this car, by a truck, smashes, flips over. Uh, and it's actually quite well done, the way they did this. Like, you felt claustrophobic, you felt like you were in there with them. Um, the, uh, he gets, you know, kind of flipped around, he pulls himself out, he goes, the guy's like, you okay, you okay? He's like, I need my sticks. Grabs the sticks and runs to the, to the theater. He's all bloodied. He runs in there, doesn't say a thing, sits down, and he starts playing, and he can barely play. He can barely play. And this is like a big competition. And you can see J.K. Simmons is like, oh, what are you doing? And then he goes, you're done. You're done. And they, um, he gets up, and he's like, you're, you're done. And he goes, no. And he, he freaking attacks J.K. Simmons on stage to beat the crap out of him. Uh, and he gets pulled off. He gets kicked out. He gets expelled from school. Then his, we, we see him. It's a little while later. He seems to be doing better, like he's cleaned up. We see his dad, and um, and they're with a woman uh, who seems to be a lawyer, and they want to talk to him about what happened to him at school. And he's like, "Why do you, Why do you need me? Why do you want me? Nothing happened." And Paul Rise is like, "Stop! Why Why are you protecting him? Why are you protecting him? We We know what happened." Why are you doing this? Um, why, I don't want to see you put. The, I don't want to see what you're going through. I don't want you to go through this. You know, you think I let you go through with this? And he goes, "Listen, we. we um, this is a, a, a suit has come up. A claim has come up from this guy Sean, whose family. Um, you know, he died. He said, "Yeah, yeah, he didn't die in a car accident. He hung himself from from the stress. They think it's from the stress of everything that he put him through." And then um, Miles is like, "Just." Tell me what you want. Tell me what you want me to say. I'll say whatever you want me to say. So he gets kicked out of school, and then he's kind of, you know, just living his life. His dad comes over to watch a movie with him. Um, I don't know what he's doing for work or anything like that. Um, and he tries calling his girlfriend. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get there, um, he's, he's kind of wandering the streets, uh, just kind of hanging out, living life, looking like a schlub. And he sees this little, this little shop, little coffee shop, little bar, and it's saying jazz musicians, you know, with the um, special guest Terrence Marshall, which I, I, I forget if that's his last name, but Terrence, whatever, J.K. Simmons. So he goes in, and J.K.'s playing piano, and um, he's watching him, and he hadn't seen him since the fight, since uh, he got kicked out of school, and he's watching J.K. Simmons, and he's like, um, J.K. looks up and sees him, and he's like, oh, Andrew, wait. And they start to talk a little bit. And he's like, yeah, um, I'm not at the school anymore. Um, and so they just, oh, wait, they start talking about, oh, I'm not at the school anymore. I think um, 
I think someone from Sean's year, um, you know, said some things that um, were about me to, you know, about my teaching uh, habits. Wait, I just don't want to die here. I'm switching lanes. So it said something about me to get me fired. He goes, oh, did you quit? And, and he, you, could, you could see he knew. He's like, oh, I didn't hear that. Did you quit? It's like, no, not exactly. Uh, he goes, but you know what? They didn't understand. They didn't see what I was doing. Uh, and then he gives this speech about Charlie Parker um, and uh, I, I forget the other guy's name. But like a famous thing where, um, was, it, was it Buddy Rich? Was it that? Who Buddy Rich was it? Who threw a symbol at Charlie Parker because Charlie was off a bit. And he says to him, uh, you know, why do you think he did that? He almost, he almost um, decapitated him. And he's like, um, you know, he did that because if, if he didn't do that, Charlie Parker, he would have been like, oh, no big deal. Charlie Parker would say, oh, no big deal. And um, then the next day he would just keep playing. And he's like, um, but don't you, th-? Miles is like, don't you think he might have learned he's still been Charlie Parker without that? He goes, well, we don't know. He's Charlie Parker with that because of that. Um, and he's like, the worst thing, he goes, I push people. He goes, I wasn't there conducting. Anyone can wave their hands around. My whole thing was I would push people to be more than they think they could be, to be better than they think they could be. And um, he's like, the worst thing you could tell someone, the worst uh, thing that you could tell, the worst two words you could tell someone is good job, which is like his philosophy. It's a little cuckoo when you think about it because... You know, at least you got a lot of people nowadays that think positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. And he's like, no, 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 negative reinforcement because you can always be better. But his little speech right there, that little speech he gives, is the entire movie right there, including the ending, including what we see afterwards. It's all he, this moment. He's like, um, because he's like, I've never, I never found my Charlie Parker. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't think I ever did. I never found him. And his... That, that whole speech is, is your movie. That's Whiplash right there. Because everything he did, everything he did, was pushing, pushing, pushing Mastel, including what we see happen next. Because he says, listen, I, um, I want to uh, tell you that, um, you know, I'm doing this little, uh, I'm doing this, this recital, or this show, uh, and um, they, uh, they're having me conduct it. Uh, and I'm just not, you know, the drummer doesn't really get it. Um, and I don't know if you're interested. It would be uh, in a couple of days. You know, t- take a few days and we'll figure it out. So he decides to do it. He calls his, uh, the girlfriend he gave up on. And she's like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Listen, I just wanted to say hi. And, and uh, you know, I'm doing this show. Um, and uh, I thought maybe you could, um, you could, you'd, you'd be interested in coming to, uh, to uh, see it. She's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask my boyfriend. He's like, oh, okay. All right. I, I get it. I get it. You know, he thinks he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Like, he can push her away, and then he can ask her back. And that didn't work. And, and also, even when they went out for pizza, he kind of was like, well, why are you going to Emerson? What are you doing this for? Like, he it was almost like, why don't you know exactly what you want? Like, I know exactly what I want. And he wants to be not a great, not great, but one of the greats. Um, to the point where he'll push people away. So... He, he, we go to the show. He sees his dad show up. He's like, oh, cool. My dad's still here. Um, so th- that's nice that his dad's there. That he's going to the, you know, um, 
that he's going, his dad came to see him. Even after all this, he told his dad that, you know, he's doing the show with this freaking guy that he, he helped get fired. His dad showed up, no discussion about it. And, um, he's, uh, this was, um, this was one of my favorite parts. This was the, my favorite part of the whole movie. So there's, a, there's moments in this movie where just watching Miles Teller play drums and to the point where he's bleeding. Uh, I loved watching that stuff or getting better, 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 working on it, not stopping, icing his hands. As I said, I am a, I am a quasi-amateur musician. I remember just trying to learn the guitar would kill my fingers. I'm a, I was a kid and I would be like crying and complaining that my fingers hurt pressing down on the strings. I get that you push through these things. Look, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to um, relate to it. Now he, um, so he's he's on, he gets on stage with the with this group, uh, and he um, he walks over to Miles Teller, and uh, this was I I I called it like I thought to myself he's going to say this, and he said it exactly. He's like he looks at him, he's like, listen, you you stupid shit or something like that. He goes, he goes, you don't think I know it was you. He just looks at him and he walks away, and I thought, wait, he um, is he? Did he do that to shake him? Just to shake him, like to see, like just to really rile him up? And he goes, all right, we're gonna try something new here. We're gonna shake it up a little bit. We're gonna start with this up, 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 upbeat or something, whatever the song is. And he didn't have the um, he didn't have the sheet music for it. He didn't have the sheet music for it at all. He didn't know it at all. He didn't know what to do. So you realize that J.K. Simmons just hung him out to dry. Oh, this is what you think. Right, right. Because I'm still thinking this is all a part of the plan. Uh, at the end, I realized this is all part of the plan. Right. At least that's my thought. Uh, I, because I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, he's one of the great villains in cinematic history. He did this, oh, this whole thing, just to screw with this kid. That's what I was thinking at this point. Uh, after they fought, after he got him fired, he got expelled. Uh, then uh, these kids playing the drums, playing the drums, playing the drums, and he can't do it right. He can't figure it out. He can't get the beat right and people are like what the hell and he's, they just stop and he's like listen you're done you you, you, you gotta go um, he get or maybe he just gets up and leaves right his dad's there to hug him and he sits there and he's like no he just I, didn't, I don't know if he said no but he's like he turns around and he's like I'm not letting him get away with this he walks back out there and J.K. Simmons was not expecting it or maybe he was maybe he was hoping for it and he's like, okay, we're going to start. And Miles didn't even wait. He just started wailing into, the, into this drum solo at the beginning. And they look at him like, what are you doing? And he looks at um, one of the guys. He's like, all right. He goes, wait for my cue. He says the name of the song. He goes, wait for my cue. And then, boom. And then they start playing the song. And J.K.'s looking at him. And he looks right at J.K. Simmons and mouths, fuck you. And I was like, oh, my God. I love it. At that moment, I go, oh, my God. I love this movie. I love what's happening right now. These two guys are both kind of pricks, and they both deserve each other. They they and they're pushing each other. Because um, then all of a sudden, J.K.'s like, "Okay, we'll keep going. We'll keep going." And they they play the song. They play the song, and then boom, the song ends. And Miles tells like, "Screw that!" He keeps going, and he goes on an incredible drum solo. I don't know who played the drums in this. It, he did a great job of looking like he was playing the drums. I don't know, but it was an incredible drum solo. And then he keeps going, keeps going. And then my, um, J.K. Simmons comes over to him, and he's like, uh, he's watching him. And then he realizes, like, yes, yes, young Skywalker. Like, and then Miles looks at him, and this is when 
every this was their Charlie Parker moment. Everything he was doing was to push him to be greater and everything he did from being an asshole to him, from kicking him out of the band, from screwing with him with the sheet music, from everything was to push him to be better because he saw something in him. And he starts nodding with him. And they're kind of like looking at each other like this. And I realized these two guys deserve each other. You know, it's not like this, this Andrew kid's a great kid. He's kind of a prick too. Um, but that's sometimes you need to be a jerk to get better, to get further in things. Sometimes, sometimes the jerks are the ones who get further because they don't care about people or, you know, um, emotions or thoughts or feelings or anything. All they care about is the betterment of their craft. And that was just this moment where it was like, yes, like, he, you know, J.K. Simmons, that's like directing him. Slow down, slow down. So now bring it up, bring it up. Then he brings the band back in and they keep playing. And that's the end of the movie. It was like his relationship with his dad didn't really matter. His relationship with Melissa, uh, Melissa Benoist didn't matter. None of that stuff mattered. The fight they had didn't matter. The car accident didn't matter. The, the fact that they both got fired they both, they both got, he got fired, he got kicked out of school. Didn't matter. All that mattered was bettering a musician. And it took this much for J.K. Simmons to, to find that thing in someone and push it and bring it out in him. That's my thinking. That's my, um, that's my interpretation of what Whiplash uh, is. I want to go watch the, uh, the original short film. It's like 13 minutes long. And uh, just to see, I think... I don't know if J.K. Simmons is in that as well, but I'd like to see what that was. It's the same writer and director, which I can't think of his name right now. I, I'm sitting in my car. I don't have it, um, uh, you know, on the top tip of my brain. Um, but it was like, I'm going, this movie is annoying me. This movie is uncomfortable. Wow, he's really good at drums. Though. I get it. Okay, this is movie. This movie, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Wait a second. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Only took me six years to see it, and uh, Chris, it only took like how many times for you to uh, to yell yell at me for not seeing this movie before? Very very rewatchable too, like even for just that last scene, that last moment where he comes back and he's like, "I'm not going to stop. You're not going to stop me." And J.K. is like, "Yes, yes, um, awesome, awesome, yeah." But again, two kind of megalomaniacs who deserve each other, who found each other. They're almost like soulmates. Um, awesome. I think I'm done. I think that's it. Um, what a cool movie. It, it like all I, you know, got accolades and all these things, and you, you you hear about it for years, and then when you see it, you realize what I lived up for. Plus, J.K. Simmons' performance was ridiculous. Like at some point, he's just. He's saying, hi, hi, little girl, and someday you'll be in my band. Like, he's very nice. He's sad when this guy dies. But even that was a lie, I think. Like, was he manipulating things? Did they tell him he died in a car accident to, to make him, like, to kind of keep him going? Like, I wonder where the car accident thing came from. Um, was that just his way of garnering sympathy? Because he realized, but he didn't realize enough to change his ways. Um, even towards Even to the end, he didn't even care that that guy killed himself. Uh, enough to change his ways. He, he even on this job, he 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 didn't mind screwing the whole thing up just to better uh, Andrew on the drums, right? Awesome, awesome. 
That's it, my friends. I'm done. I could keep talking about this, I feel like, uh, but I might just be repeating myself. I'm about to go in and get some uh, steak tips for Father's Day this weekend. So, isn't that exciting? I'm on the grill. I'm on the grill. Grilling for my pa. All right. Anyway, day 19 is in the books. Wow. Wow. Tomorrow is day 20, and we're in our 20s, and that's it. I mean, we have 11 movies left after this. Crazy. Crazy. And I'm on vacation, so, you know, I get to kind of watch these movies a little earlier in the day, so that gets me happy. Uh, And that's it, my friends. Uh, Listen, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. You know that. The podcast is available everywhere podcasts podcasts are available, which is like Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, um, um, Podcast Alley. Is that still a thing? Podcast Pickle. Is that still a thing? Um, That was a thing. Um, Podbean. Is that maybe we're still we're there? I don't know. Um, Hannaford's Post Office, Dunkin' Donuts, Bank of America. I'm just reading signs now. Hallmark. We're available everywhere. The podcasts are available in 16 places. Podcasts aren't available as well. There's a map that's going to teach you where those 16 places are. It's all part of a massive game that I am um, constructing that I just made up in my head as I ramble. You can find me on Facebook at Fans Not Experts. The website is fansnotexperts.com. And until tomorrow, my friends, until another movie comes, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome, my mom says. Please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Not my tempo. Fans, not experts.